beautiful people. We are here now with Pedro Ramalho, also known as Paquito. Is 13 times, 13 times, you are listening well, national champion, one time world champion, and the last achievement, it was a second place in the European Championship. How are you today, Pedro? Everything's fine. Thank you. Thank you, Ash. So the first question that I want to ask you, and I think it's the most common one, why Paquito, first of all? Uh, that's uh, <laughs> the most difficult question. But uh, Paquito, it's Paquito because there was a show in Brazil called Show da Xuxa. Okay. Uh, it was a very like, well-known show. And then in the middle of the show, there were, uh, some dancers would come in. You had the Paquitas, which were the girls, and the Paquitos, Okay. which were the guys so one of the guys was really really uh it was exactly like me the same the face you know okay and one time my coach went down the stairs look at me i was like 15 years old like yeah that guy looks like Paqui like a paquito and yeah, since that day it was never pedro yeah. <laughs> paquito everywhere even on the ibjjf yes exactly like, go to the results everyone i don't understand everyone has their name I don't know, like, uh, if I were me, like, Pedro Alves, Goteiro, Cranco, Ramal. Everyone, because that's where you type your name. Exactly. For me, it's just Paquito. <laughs> my name doesn't appear. I'm Paquito for them. Like, I think with you, it's a little bit in the opposite side. If you say Pedro Ramalho to the podium, the people don't know. But if you say, like, yeah, Paquito. Well, who's that guy? Paquito. No, because I follow your work as an athlete since 2014, man, and you are doing an amazing career. I want, if you can, to tell me a little bit about your story, where are, where, where are you from, where you are now, if you study, how jiu-jitsu happens in your life. Okay, so starting from the beginning, I started doing jiu-jitsu because a friend of mine it was my best friend since we were kids. Uh, he started doing jiu-jitsu and uh, he liked it and it was always like inviting me to come but I didn't want to go so every day in school he would beat me up using like oh Matalion and he, then he would choke me and then every time he learned something new he used it on me like double leg and then just double leg <laughs> in the middle of the school you know side control like shoulder pressure like oh, every day he was beating me up so like after a few months he was always pushing me to go like okay I'll go. And uh, since the first day that I went, I loved it. So, like, since the first training that I did, I started training the most that I could. Like, at that time, I started training not in my professor's gym. He was teaching some classes in another gym. Okay. So, it was two times a week. I started training two times a week. Then he uh, put one more. So, I trained three times a week. Okay. And, like, I started doing jujitsu. And after two weeks, there was a competition. Like my friends who were already doing, they were competing. Okay. And like my coach after the third training, I think like, okay, bring me the money for the registration so I can uh, do the reg uh, registration for you. It's like everyone brought the money, but I brought the money too. You know, like, <laughs> what are you doing? You have three classes. Like you're not competing. <laughs> I was like, yeah, why? And he looked at me. Yeah, he's going to fight kids division. So yeah, fuck it. You know, that's <laughs> nice man. And then I went, of course, I got uh, beat up, like, first fight, I lost, I did two the two fights. First fight, I lost 
31 to 0. Whoa. And the second fight, who was my opponent? My best friend who brought me into jiu-jitsu. Okay. So ah. he, he submitted me, rear naked choke to the teeth, you know? It's a friend, huh? We yeah, call it friends. Training with your with your best friends, it's always war. But so, it is. It was the way yeah, to like, be. I started doing jujitsu. Like since the beginning, I started doing like I took it really seriously. Okay. Not because I thought, oh, I I would have to take this serious, okay. but it was just natural. Natural. It was like so training and competing. Whoa! And that was and like, you. tell me, tell me, sorry, Pedro. And I was that was 15 years old at the time. And then uh, I moved, I went, I started training at my coach's gym, it was his gym now. So I trained three times a week or four. I trained on Saturdays too. Uh, every, I trained the most that I could always. And always competing every time that I had a chance. The first like four, five competitions, I lost them all. Because I was never really good uh, in the beginning, you know. I was never like athletic or strong or i couldn't pick like the techniques really quick you know i had to like think about them and everything so in the beginning like um it wasn't hard because i loved it you know but it was hard to get good you know it took some time exactly uh so yeah then i fought i the first fight that i won was the nationals at green belt and that's why i was like okay winning is awesome you know <laughs> I, I want more of this and um, yeah, so I, I was in school at the time, and I went. I was green belt. My professor promoted me to blue belt, so I would be able to fight Europeans. Okay. I won the Europeans. Like Whoa. to this day, I don't I actually don't know how, you know, because it was I was so nervous. Um, in the the warm up area it was the first big competition. That they called my name. I couldn't move. I froze, like, put the to the mat. I was like, I wanted to move, but I couldn't, you know? <laughs> but I don't know how. I honestly don't know how. Wow. I won the competition. I won the Euros. I was like, okay, like, I can do this, you know? And we are talking. And, yeah, I kept training. I kept training the most that I could. I kept training three, four times uh, a week. Then I went to university. Uh, at the time, uh, like my my mom was always pushing me to do university. I wanted to do jujitsu, but she was like, she was always kind of against me doing jujitsu, exactly. because yeah, it's normal. Like if if it was me in her place, I'm sure I would do the same because it's safer. If a kid tells you, yeah, I'm going, I want to do jujitsu for my life, like yeah, you're not doing jujitsu for life. What what are the odds, you know? So she wanted me to do university. And like she would uh, like not let me train so I could study. And I was like, we got to an agreement. Yeah, okay, you can train whatever you want. You can go train whatever I want. I won't uh, make you not go. But you have to take good grades. I was like, okay. From that moment on, I started uh, studying a lot, training a lot. And when I went to when I went to university, I started training every day. Uh, sometimes two times a week, two times a day. When I could, and uh, was my was my life for six years, and then I kept I started like competing more and more, training harder, and uh, I went to the Worlds 2014. I lost. I was submitted uh, the ankle lock. That was really a devastating day for me. But that's that was the moment when I when I said like no, I'm going to be a world champion. Like, I'm I was really sad. Like, I will never feel this again. 
you know and that was the day like next year i'm going to win i don't i don't care what happens i'm going to win because i won't feel like this again i won't accept it you know so it was a rough year training a lot um was my only focus and then i went there and i could win and yeah it was an amazing feeling and uh that was also like complicated afterwards but i'm sure we'll get that we'll get there uh, in a second but basically I, I finished my studies um last year i did material engineering i did my easy. masters i did my no it wasn't easy <laughs> but it was my masters in material engineering Whoa. and yeah i finished and right now i'm training full time and also um i'm teaching and i'm uh managing a school with my coach and my friend andres first of all awesome just yeah. and the second question it's how because how it's possible you come from the way from nothing and being able to train two times a day university how is that possible pedro uh actually i was having that conversation with my girlfriend yesterday um like it's all i think it's all about if you really want it you uh there's no way you cannot do that you know because i know that uh, i really want it you know so if i don't do what i have to do for example if i if i can do two trainings and study but i only do one because i'm kind of tired i won't be able to sleep at night mm. you know so yeah that's a secret that's it's not a secret but it's just i won't be able to sleep you know so okay what do i have to do i had to study because first of all i love engineering also i wasn't doing it like uh yeah i have to finish this because of my mom i started it okay. because of my mom but uh since the beginning the first year the first week i loved it it's like okay. no i'm going to be the best in jiu jitsu i'm going to be, uh i know i wouldn't be the best in engineering because i didn't have the time to study for everything but i said like okay the subjects that i really like i'm going to be the best at them you know and yeah it's basically time management and i think it's all about love loving what you do because there's two things like i love studying i love what i was studying you know i love what i was doing i love like chasing my goals that's for me that's why i'm alive you know and uh yeah there was no other way of doing it i had to study like i would my day was i i would wake up in the morning i was never like a morning guy so i wouldn't wake up at seven to study it was not mm -hmm. like that but i would i would wake up at like 9 30 and then i would eat something go to uh training i trained at uh from like 10 10 30 depends if i was doing some drilling before then 11 to 1 i had class at two so i would go into the bus i would eat lunch in the bus go to university when i was in university i was yes studying the whole day and then i i would come back at six o'clock and uh, depends like or i would teach a uh, kids class juvenile juvenile class or i would train uh, like physical conditioning and then i would train at eight get back home at like uh 10 30 11 eat and study a little bit but it was never like of course it's sometimes you're really dead from like studying and training you just want to go to sleep you know, six years you have to take a little bit of sacrifice 
but it wasn't like a big, huge sacrifice because I love what I did. So. Yeah, I think that's a secret. I think like going a bit like deeper on that, but applying it to the other other people, I think lots of times there's like a culture nowadays, like work hard, do this, do that. But I think it's so you're pushing that on other people that if they don't want it, like two things can happen. If they don't want it, they can, if they work really hard, I think they're going to be a little bit uh, like miserable because they're working hard on something they don't love. Okay. You know, so it, in my opinion, you should work really hard, give your life to get what you want if you love it. If you so. don't, I think there's no use, you know. I think we should be smart. It's not like train hard, do this, do that, don't sleep, study. Because you're going to be miserable if you do that. And that's not the goal. But if you do, if you love it, if you love it from the bottom of your heart of your heart, yeah, then you have to. So follow your 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 burning desire, your purpose in yeah. life, and that will help you to Yeah, that's like, like because it was always like consistency and everything. But the thing that kept me going was like not being able to sleep at night if I didn't train. If I had like, I have in my schedule, today I have to do physical conditioning. If I don't do it, I'll go to sleep at night, I won't be able to sleep. Okay, okay. You know? Yes, yes, it's that conscience when... Yeah, because I love it. This is what I want to do. I want to be the best. I didn't train. What the fuck are you doing? Exactly. You know? so, exactly. Like, among other things, I think this is the most important. Exactly. And you can apply that to Jiu-Jitsu or to life. Yeah, for, but for example, like I was saying, well, if you really love, but now if you, if you tell me, no, now you're doing, uh, I don't know, uh, you're in economics. Hmm, exactly. If you think I'm go, I, was, I would go, I would do the same thing that I do for Jiu-Jitsu in economics, I wouldn't never. What's the difference? Because I love Jiu-Jitsu. Exactly. You know? exactly. I love to chase my goals, but I don't love economics. If I do that, I will, I will be miserable. Okay, okay. You know, so I think the first question that people should ask themselves, like, do you love it? Do you really, really want to do it? If you kind of want to do it, just, yeah, you do it, but you, you don't need to, like, not sleep or that and everything. Exactly. You, know, I think you should do things according to what you want, what you feel. You know? Exactly, completely. Yeah, because just to, to synthesize the to be able to be six years in this kind, because it's, it's not having a day, everyone has 24 hours in a day and being able to do so much in 24 hours, I think we can say the trick or the hack, it was the passion that keep you, sure. that keep yeah. you going. It was like, what's the biggest? I think that's the most important, but it also has, you always, you have to know also that the thing is consistency. If I just train, do uh, like unreal training today, but if I don't train for the next three days, I'm doing nothing. Exactly. You know, exactly. so it's all like, this is what I want. Yeah. Okay. That, that this is my passion. But now, can I keep it up for six years? You it know, is a difficult that's consistency, part. like desire, it's the first, but it's not the only one. You have to have some more. Second is consistency, you know being able to keep your consistency and how you can advise me and everyone that you will listen to this interview okay i find my my passion but what i have to do to keep my consistency do you have any, any advice yeah like uh, what i like to do is 
I always keep emotion out of it. What I see, what I think about emotion, like, okay, what am I going to do next week? I'm going to train jiu-jitsu two days a week, or and I'm going to do conditioning uh, five days a week. Is this okay? I talk to my coach. I talk. I think this through. Like, yeah, this is the best plan. I already have a plan. Now it doesn't matter if I'm tired, if I didn't sleep, if I have something to do. This is what I have to do. Exactly. You know. So I don't. I don't think like, yeah, today I'm feeling strong. I'm doing three tra three trainings. No, I have to do two. I'm going to do two. Now I'm dead. I can. I cannot train today. No, I have to do two. Okay. Exactly. You know. So like, think ahead and then follow your plan. Okay. So. You, you normally schedule always, always your day or how you will do to, to manage your time? Because that it is... Depends. I don't like to schedule everything, every minute of okay. the day because okay. I'm someone that uh, I'm a bit disorganized. Okay. You no, know? it's weird because I'm organized, organized within the disorganization. You know, like, for example, I have to do, tomorrow I have to do uh, two just trainings on physical conditioning. I have to... Um, do something in classes. I have to go uh, do something else. It's like okay, I have to do this tomorrow. But the way that I do it, like I'm just going to do it like I feel, you know. Okay. Okay. So the the what I have to do is the same, but the order or I I let it. Uh, I don't schedule the like the minute. You don't because do I, don't, I it's just something that is not for me. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Everyone like some people are just really really organized. Like at like two thirty-seven, I have to be at the gym, and they have to be in the gym. You know? Yes, yes, you, yes, yes. You always have to change it according to yourself. Okay. But uh, yeah, that's what I do. I think like you have to make a plan and then follow it because there's one day you're going to train a lot, another day you won't be, you won't, you don't want to train. So if you don't have a plan, it'll be hard for you. Exactly. Exactly. And I want to talk about your mindset because. I see yourself as a champion, not uh, only in jiu-jitsu. That is the way that I see that they express to the outside world. But how is your mindset? How, how you were able to, man, to, to prepare yourself to, to each battle that you wanted? Not only in, in jiu-jitsu, but in life. Uh, I have, like... In the last few years, I have very different mindsets. I have drastic changes. Mm. Um, like in 2015, this time in 2015, when I was, uh, my mindset mindset was really good for everything, okay. you know. But um, I was like, yeah, it doesn't matter what happens. I have to do this. I, I will do it, you know. Okay. There's nothing. I look at something. Is that what I have to do? Yeah, so I do it. You know, okay. that's that started following the, the laws from 2014 in the world, but it applied for everything. It applied for uh, university too. For example, yeah, I'm going to have an exam tomorrow, and I was like, I want to be the, and in, in this exam, I'm going to be the best. I don't care what happens. I will be the best. You know, cool. so like I was studying the whole day. I just stopped. I I trained, then I was studying again. So. That was my mindset back then, but that, like after uh, 2015, something happened in, in me. I was like, I really want. I wasn't desperately, but was the thing that I wanted most in the world is to be a world champion. Okay. Which I did. 
But afterwards, it's kind of weird because uh, you spend one year only focusing on one thing. It's like the only thing that goes through your mind since the, the minute you uh, wake up and the minute you go to sleep was the only thing on my mind. I didn't care about almost anything else. And then I could do it. I was like, okay, what now? You know, it was, I was super happy, but it's all, it also has the, the other side. Like, what now? The other side of you know, and you're used to your life being uh, on that. Like, my study was, my mindset of studying was based on the jiu-jitsu. You know, I have to do this, I will do it. I don't care. So I, I applied it to it for everything. But what happened is, uh, like after 2015, after I won the Worlds, I was like, I went back to training and wasn't the same thing. Because, Why? because after you get something that you uh, wanted for so long and you get it, you don't get the same motivation. You know what I mean? That was <clears throat> very weird for me. It took me a long time to understand that. Okay. And like I was, I was competing 2016. And like I won the Europeans, I got injured on my knee. I couldn't train. I still fought. I won, but like I won, but it wasn't the same thing. You know, I won purely uh, depending on my heart. You know, depending on my mindset. Like I have to do it. I have to do it. But I wasn't. I wasn't motivated. I didn't want to be there. I just pushed myself. You know, like I said. But there wasn't that desire that I was talking about. So I was a bit miserable at the time. You know. Mm -hmm. A second, sorry. No problem. It was, uh, it was uh... <laughs> No, the people love you. The, the, the people sun, love but... you. No, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, so it was kind of hard for me because the thing that I used to love and I really want, I really wanted, it wasn't kind of there anymore. You know, so I when I was training, I got a lot of injuries, and four months, I was injured for three months and a half, like different injuries. You know, so it wasn't a coincidence. It was me pushing myself because I had to do it. I had to do it. I had to do it, but I didn't want to do it. Okay. So it's different. You're, the way you, how you train is different. So like I got injured on my knee for one month and then I got, then I came back to training. First training, I got injured on my uh, lower back. First, I got, came, came back. First training, I got injured again. Well, my shoulder, I tore a ligament on my shoulder. I was on first trainings for so in like almost four months, I did two training sessions, you know, and I was like, I, I was more miserable and everything. So like, I didn't understand what's, what was going on because I was used to like really wanting to train, but I didn't want to train. I didn't want to compete. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? I didn't want to study because I was really confused, you know? And then I went to fight the world pro and uh, I trained for, for a week. I lost in the second fight. And then I went to fight the Worlds. I trained for like three weeks. Then I went to fight the Worlds with three weeks of training, you know? So um, I, I could get second place. I Whoa. lost in the final against Renato Canuti. But uh, I didn't want to be there, you know? So it was coming back to what we were talking about. I was pushing myself to the limit, but without wanting to do it, you know? In three weeks, I gave my all to train to be in the best shape possible, uh, physically, mentally, but I didn't want to be there. So after that loss, that was the, was the worst loss in a different way. The other one motivated me from okay. 2014, 
this destroyed me, you know? Like, mm. but now I see I was in a bad place mentally mm. because like getting second place after wait, after training for uh, three weeks, that's really good. But at the time it just destroyed me. I was like, I didn't leave the house for like three weeks, you know? But let me just do a paragraph. We are talking like normally an athlete in this level needs at least we will say two months. But Pedro will tell you better than me about that. But what a normal athlete doing two months, the preparation he did in three weeks. Huh. Yeah, like I was saying, I was it's the mindset, but it cannot only be the mindset. Because I was doing it, I got the result, but I was really sad. I was like, I wasn't depressed, but like I was really confused. I was I wasn't happy at all. You know that that's, that's important because um, yeah, like I'm I'm explaining. Like you, you asked me the mindset. I want but to. I'm telling this whole story because it's uh, I cannot tell you like this is the mindset. You know because I think there's. It's easy to say this is the mindset. You you see mindset from all kinds of people. This is my mindset. You hear it, but it doesn't make sense to you. Exactly. You know, so like, oh, like I don't know who, like Muhammad Ali has this mindset. Awesome, I'll do like him. But you don't fully understand, so you cannot apply it to yourself. You know? Exactly. So I want to explain the whole process to my mindset now. Like I, it was really good, it was really bad. So I just I'm just explaining the whole. Uh, I love process. it. I'm loving. So, uh, yeah, we were 2016. I was really like pushing myself to the limit. Uh, I'm proud of myself because I was able to do it, like pushing myself to a level. I, I couldn't train, so I was just uh, doing physical conditioning until like, I die. I couldn't sleep because I was so sore, so tired, you know. So uh, I was, I was happy. I was, I'm happy about that because I, I showed myself that I can do something which is really hard pushing pushing to that limit without wanting it exactly so i was like yeah i want it i was like i don't want it but i'm still doing it you know like i don't want to be here but uh, like, I but still it. winning still winning. yeah <laughs> but uh that like takes a toll on yourself and then uh, i just got, couldn't do it anymore so 2017 i was uh i was uh more relaxed my mindset wasn't that uh like how can you say this so hardcore you know i have to push myself to limit to everything because i didn't like what i was doing hmm. you know so if i kept doing it i'm going to be miserable the whole time exactly. so I, like i chilled a little bit my results in competition also decreased you know okay because i think it's uh it has a correlation you know but i had okay. to do it and for 2017 i was uh, really still confused like why don't i feel motivated yeah, you won. I was talking to myself. Yeah, you won worlds in uh, purple belts. You didn't exactly. win it in brown belts. So you didn't do this before. So you should be motivated. But I just wasn't. I was, for me, it's like I proved that uh, I could do it, you know. So I wasn't as motivated. So yeah, 2017 was like that. I was a bit more relaxed. 2018, I was even more relaxed. Uh, and relaxed, I mean, like, I there was something lacking in training. There was no desire, you know, and my my mindset was even like less hardcore, if you know what I mean. Like I understand you complain. And 2019, I started like it was the first 
year in, from 2015 that I enjoyed competing again. All okay. these years I kept doing it because I don't know why. You know, like I know, uh, like I knew deep, deep down that this is what I love, but uh, I wasn't enjoying training. I wasn't enjoying competition for like four years. So yeah, that was that was hard. And then 2019, I started like feeling a little bit better. Was a bit confused again, but uh, like I didn't fully understand what was going on. But I started com competing, and I lost Europeans against Levi. Uh, yes. Two points it was like a really close fight. Uh, I did a mistake. I swept at the end really quick. I thought it was like 10 seconds left. It was 30. And then I swept to a bad place and then he swept me back right away. Mm -hmm. You know, and then I, I was fighting. But he was fighting well. He won uh, against Slippery. He did the pants. He's an awesome dude. Uh, he, he's technically incredible. But I felt that I could win. You know, it's like he's doing everything, like I'm doing it, you know. And for a time, like uh, also talking about the mindset, I thought that I'm not I'm not able to do it anymore. You know, yeah, I, I got there, but now mm -hmm. I cannot I can't anymore. So I was kinda not believing in myself. Okay. Like I did what I I did what I could, now I'm not good anymore. But uh, I was like, yeah, okay, this is I could win. Okay. And then I fought uh, I couldn't fight World Pro. Because I was injured, yeah, yeah. Then after Euros, I almost tore my knee ligament. I didn't train for um, a few months, so I started training once more. I started training one month before the Worlds this year. Yeah. So once again, I said I think it's all correlated. If like I had a lot of injuries, it was because I wasn't focused. I there was something off, you know. Okay, exactly. So I think all these uh, in between. I also had a surgery on my arm. Like, back afterwards but um yeah so i fought i fought johnny tama i was controlling oh. the fight uh and i felt like i could control and win the fight but i did a mistake he got my back and choked me it's like i was oh like no disrespect for for johnny tama whatsoever he's a great guy he just won the world's in nogi exactly but uh, i felt i could control and win you know but i didn't i was like there's something still off you know so I took some time off. I took some time off. I mean, like I never stopped training. I was training, but I was taking some time to think about myself, like what was what was not working, what is not working, what is working. And then I went on vacation and everything. And um, then I started competing again. I started feeling better. Mm -hmm. I I fought Lisbon Open. Then I went to fight in Wales and did some couple of national pros to get the points for Abu Dhabi. And I started feeling better. And then also for all this time, like I was struggling to make weight. And then my coach was always saying like, you have to go, you have to move to middle weight, you're cutting too much weight, cutting too much weight. Like this year, and this will drag for, this was dragging for two years now. Okay. I, I want to fight middle, I, I want to fight light. But this year I was like, okay, let's try middle weight, you know? And then I fought Europeans and uh, was was the first competition that I really enjoyed to fight. Mm. I enjoyed the process. I was I was there. I could I I did some mistakes. I, everyone does, but all these years I, I felt like from 100% that I could do, I was always doing like 50. I couldn't put in 100% of what I'm capable of. 
you know. And this competition, I felt like I was close, you know. I did some mistakes. I didn't. I didn't really like my fights because I think I can do much better, you know. But that's my fault. I have to improve. But, but um, yeah, I was the first in many years. And I was like, I was super happy about that. I lost in the finals against Tommy Langaker, and uh, there's no. I was a. It was a good fight. I did a mistake. Um, but which is normal. He was better than me that day, uh, definitely. And I also felt I also felt some um, like it was the first tournament that I fought middle, so I didn't feel as strong. Okay. You know, but uh, it was good overall. You know, but it was kind of an eye opener because I'm thinking of uh, I thought a lot about it lately, and lately and just afterwards. And um, yeah, now I can see myself. First of all, I have the desire to compete and train again, like mm. I think I never did before. And everything's starting to make sense, you know. Uh, like I look back and understand why everything happened. You know, that's at, when you're in the middle of that storm, you don't have a clue what's happening, what's happening to me, you know. But right now, looking back, it all makes sense. You know? Beautiful. And. Um, yeah, right now I'm feeling way better again. I'm feeling uh, like I was before in the mindset that, uh, yeah, what I have to do, I have to do. doesn't really matter, like, if I'm tired or not. And that's my mindset. If you have to do something, just do it. And, emotion, and emotions are there, like, you, they can help you or, um, or they can throw you off throw you off you know? completely so what i try to do is i try to use them only for the best you know if i'm feeling motivated awesome i'm going to do it if i don't feel motivated i don't like i don't care you will you know, do it the same way why, why why would i i have to do something why would i take that into account you know of course you have to be smart that you can't be like that for everything like like i did like pushing myself without uh wanting it for years for years like because you'll be miserable i was and i think that will happen to everyone that pushes himself for that that long doing something that they don't want to but mm -hmm. um yeah i try to use the, that emotion only for the good and not for the bad but i i'm very curious now to understand how you were able in the four years okay the mindset was not in the right place but even that even with that, you were able to achieve world-class level. It's, I'm amazed. But, but yeah, like I said, like I think for you to be uh, the best, you have to have desire and consistency. Exactly. You know? And I was, I was getting world-class uh, results, but I wasn't winning. You know, because I only had one of the two. I only had consistency, but I didn't have desire. Okay. No? Okay. So I think that kept me up there, but it didn't keep me winning. Okay. Okay. You know, it was if I had desire, but I didn't have consistency. I think it would be the same thing. Together, they are together. You have both. They are together, man. I am amazed. And after the, the humbleness, because we are talking, the results were not that good, but we are talking second place in the world. Like it's, it's awesome. Like. Levites, it's also world class champion, yeah. so it's 
it's amazing. I want also to ask you about daily habits. Do, do you have any daily habits, morning routines, anything mm. that you do? No, not really. Uh, like I just wake up. I try to I, um, I wake up, eat, have some time before training. I train every day in the morning. You know, okay. I, don't, I don't like to eat, like go straight. And in the morning, I like to um, study a little bit, like writing or thinking of what I will, what I will do today and what I will train today, what I have to improve, you know? Okay. And just for me to know, okay, today I have to do this. I have to improve this, you know? So I already know. I don't like to go to training with like, yeah, I'm going to train, do the rounds and go away, you know? Okay. And I like to, okay, um, today I'm going to improve this. And if you do that for a long time, you'll build your game stronger, you know? Your game will have less flaws. If you don't think about it, you'll keep doing the same things every, every over and over. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, like training, I have lunch, and then um, usually I teach some privates after lunch, or I study a little bit more, or if I, I do something related to the team. And then, yeah, I teach all through the afternoon uh juvenile class or uh adult classes and then i train in the evening so it's always a full day we do yeah and i wanted to ask you uh the projects now what what are you doing now and what you want to do in the future if you have any plans for the future that you want to share with me and with the listeners uh yeah like in quarantine i was uh Focusing a lot on, uh, first of all, training, okay. uh, getting things like looking back to my, my last competitions, Europeans, okay, what did I do wrong, you know, and fixing my problems, fixing what, uh, the mistakes that I was doing, and not only that, but what am I lacking, you know, like, okay, I know I have good jiu-jitsu, but what, what do I lack? What it's not a mistake, but what can I bring to me, to my game? Not only technically, but I'm talking technically because it's easier, but yes. not only technically, that uh, will make me more efficient, will make me better, you know? So I was doing bo always both fixing mistakes and getting things that I didn't have to okay. make, make me a more complete athlete, you know? Okay. I was training a lot, um, doing, focusing a lot on um, physical conditioning, strength okay. training, because that's what I felt I lacked in the Euros. I have to be much stronger, you know. So those were my two main focus. Okay. And um, I'm also, I started doing uh, online coaching. Okay. I, right now there are quite a lot of platforms of online coaching because because of distance thing, distance thing, every everyone turned to the online businesses. I started doing it because a friend of mine, I think he was he was the first one to do it, John Thomas. He's one of the best coaches in the world, one of the most knowledgeable people in jiu-jitsu for sure. He's my friend. I love to um, learn from him. So he told me like we're very similar. He was also studying engineering, so we have uh, like very analytical. Uh, minds you know like it's the way that we see things and try to understand things it's easier to explain afterwards you have to do this because of this you have to do this because of this the problem is that you know 
so uh, I think we're we're good for that. So he was always pushing me like, you have to do online privates. This is awesome. Uh, you can help people. You can make some money. Like, uh, and it's online. You know, it's easier. Like, yeah, I think I'm, I might do it. And then um, a guy from New York, he he's the one who pushed me into this online coaching. He asked me. Um, Oh, do 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 you do online coaching, or were you interested? Would you be interested? Like, yeah, I was thinking about it. If I want to um, to give if you're doing it, if I if you're doing it, I would love to be your first student. Uh, I was really I was really happy for of course the interest and everything. And uh, I was like, yeah, for sure, let's try it. And I've been doing it for two months. I'm really happy. Like, uh, it's something that I do. Of course, everyone has to uh, earn money to live. Uh, I do it for that, of course, but it's something that I love to do, like help help other people improve their games, you know. And I, after doing it, I think it's one of the most um, one of the best ways to improving your jiu-jitsu. I think it's better than uh, like if you're having a private with someone. The thing okay. is, I think it's online private privates are better, you know. Okay. Some people uh, will think it's bullshit that I'm saying. But um, it's because when you have a product, for example, I have a product with Mohammed, you know? Okay. He has this awesome uh, half guard sweep. He shows me the half guard sweep. like, oh, great. I'm going to try it in training. I tried it in training, but it didn't work. 99% of the times, if you show someone something, they will try to do it, there will be a problem, you know? Okay. And then they have to go back to you. But the, uh, the private's not uh, on anymore. The private has gone, you know? Have to do one more. And the online products, what I do is like I, I say my student my student's name is Chris. Okay. Like okay, Chris, you're going to do this, and um, like he he does it. I was like I had problems. Like, Let me see. And he sends me footage, and I was like okay, the problem was this, this, and that. I was like okay, I'm going to try it. And then he tries it, and it works. You know because that's what how you, everyone works, how everyone learns. They show you something, you try it, something's off. It will always be off. And then you come back, you solve the problem. Now it's working because I understand. Oh, because the weight is on that side, so you have to do this. Oh, okay, now I get it. And then you sweep everyone, you know? Okay. So, like, the only downside is you cannot train with a person. You know, yes. cool. if I'm doing a private with someone, it's awesome to be able to train with a person. You know, yes. that, you cannot do that in on online private. But if, if your focus is to improve your jiu-jitsu, I think online privates are amazing. Okay, no, 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 and the logical so, behind it's, it's uh, yeah. So if I just say this, people will say, oh, this guy's crazy, no, but after no. explaining, it makes, makes some sense. Total sense, totally sense. And, and uh, I'm doing that, was one of my projects, and I'm, now I'm also managing the team with okay. my coach and my friend, Andres Sanz, also black belt from Focus. And how is everything going now with the in our current situation like uh it's hard to have a gym close right i think it's for everyone but we're mm -hmm. taking this time to improve um our academy you know okay. where we had some uh, three months and we're trying to take it to the next level it was good but we thought like we were talking like yeah we can do much better you can do this, this, and that. Okay, we're going to take the, these three months to to do that, you know. And we 
we're working really hard to, to get that going and it's working good so far. Can't wait to open the gym again. Okay. And now I wanted to ask if I, for example, me or somebody want to have a private with you or want to go to visit your academy, how can I find you? Oh, it's, uh, if, you have, if you want to come to our academy, you're, everyone's welcome. Like you can send a message and we'll be ready to receive you at any time, any training. Everyone's free Instagram? to come. Yeah, of course. It's uh, at Pedro Paquito Ramalho. Okay. And if you want to have a private with me, of course, just send me a message and for sure we'll set that up Perfect. online or not. Perfect, man. Perfect. I'll be happy. Uh, do you want to give any less advice to the listeners to work in the mindset? Anything that you wanted to say to, to, to finish our conversation? And thank you so much. Yeah. No, thank you for the opportunity of sharing uh, what I've learned so far. Um, so I think the, the advice, that, the main advice that I can give to people, which applies to every area, is like first, first in the beginning, uh, if you're doing something, think like if that's what you really want to do. If it is and you deeply want it, give everything that you have because you deeply want it. If you say like, yeah, I want to do it, but I don't really want to do it, think twice before going 100%. Okay. Because I think you're going to be miserable. You know, you have to be smart. It's not like, yeah, do the best and everything that you want because it doesn't work like that. You know, first, like, um, try to understand what you want and how much you want it. And then you'll do things accordingly to that. You know, I think that's the best advice I can give to people. Thank you so much, Pedro. We will say now in our language, muito obrigado, Pedro. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. And a rest of a good day. And so, you too. Thanks, Thank man. you so much. We'll talk.